I'm gonna make a big clap here so that Misha can know that where this is where it actually starts. Anything before that, Misha, and I will hunt you down. <laughs> Anything. Welcome to Games and Feelings, an advice show about playing games, being human, and dealing with the fact that those games will involve other humans. Season two, because we're one year in, so I guess the season is yearly. Oh, it's an okay. annual thing. I didn't know I this. Know. This is a this is a fantastic turn of events. Season I, two. Maybe we can level up. I, I guess. made the cut, baby. We got recommissioned. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the executives over at Games and Feelings headquarters said season two, we're doing it. I am your host and question keeper, Eric Silver, and in my arcade sports video game, my game-breaking move would be dunking the ball, then breaking the rim. Oh, oh it's basketball. Uh, it's arcade it's arcade basketball. Uh, so I dunk the ball, I break the rim off of the backboard and wear it like a crown, and then I take out my phone and FaceTime your mom from my phone, and I get a screenshot of all three of us. Wow. That's so, Jasper, what is your... First of all, what's the arcade sport? What what sport are you doing? And then what is your game-breaking move when your special meter goes all the way up? Okay, I'm going to go deliciously on brand, and I'm going to go with football. And the reason oh, that I'm staying with course. football is because one of my favorite games when I was younger was this game called FIFA Street. Uh, I was, th- This is inspired by the Street franchise. I was thinking NBA Street and NFL Street. And there so we we're go, on the same page. Yeah. So, uh, FIFA Street, and you did the dopest moves, and you got to charge up your little game-breaker, and you did... You, you did a thing where you did some flips so i think mine would be uh, uh an homage if you will to one of my favorite uh tv shows as a kid which is called galactic football which is where it would be a penalty and what i would do is i would kick the ball so hard like directly up and everyone would start laughing at me being like oh my god he's messed it up he's missed what's happening and then suddenly the sun would like be eclipsed by sure. the ball that I kicked <laughs> <Sure>. into the air. <laughs> and then the ball would come back down spinning at such a ferocity that it comes back down, bounces just on the line and whew, into the net. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea that it's like, I did such a good kick that it had so much spin gathered by gravity <laughs> that it would just fall directly down, yep. but then it would just speed into the net. That's and it would perfect. speed into the net. Yeah, yeah. The wild thing is I've actually seen a penalty that ha- was pretty close to that. He basically oh. kicked it off the crossbar. The Ooh. keeper ran away celebrating and then it bounced because it was spinning. It bounced like down in front of the goal and then just trickled over the line That's tight. and the other team was like, yeah! like but they were like already celebrating thinking they'd won there's something <laughs> about football soccer mm. that is so devastating that truly because i think it comes down on the goalie like there's a designated person who looks the dumbest oh sure because of the goalie because this doesn't happen in hockey which is the only of the american big four that has like a goalie goalie. because hockey is so just like vibes everyone's hitting each other you can pick a puck up with your stick and do weird magic with it Mm -hmm. but so the goalie is just like, I'm going to try not to die when you throw a rubber puck at me at 100 miles per hour. Yep. With soccer, the goalie is truly there to look forlorn when you get scored on. Yeah. And just like punch the ground or, you know what I mean, do the, the classic goalie move where they shot so good they just don't move. And they just watch yeah. it fly into their own net like a sad puppy dog. It's awful. Yeah. Um, a little Games and Feelings update, though, from me. Uh, I'm now hugely into ice hockey. It is yes, great. you did say this. <laughs> it is so great. This is the most unhinged. Ge- it genuinely feels like the English and the Americans got together and made a game and took all the, the most crazy bits of the games that they liked and yeah. put it into one sport where you're allowed to punch each other. It's crazy that i was watching it and they were like oh when the gloves come off that means they can fight each other and i was like what yeah and then everyone just backs up everyone just lets them do it like it's like and they take these like pugilist stances it's like what is happening i love this my favorite thing i think about hockey fights 
because uh, we're going to get some context around this in a moment. Yeah. But my favorite thing about hockey fights is, so there's the, the boxing, but the main move is to jersey someone, which is to grab the bottom of their jersey, pull it up over their head so it's inside out, and then you can beat them and they can't see where they're going. <laughs> like, that's mandatory. That's the move. That's, that's the not dirty. Move. That's yeah. the move. <laughs> so, well, here's the context is that now we're in season two. We've passed the anniversary episode. Mm-hmm. Jasper has been in the United States for three weeks yep. and has any a lot of the stuff that we talked about with Caldwell Tanner on a previous episode. has Some of it has come to pass where yep. they brought you to hockey. I don't know if it's major league or minor league and you're enjoying hockey now. Look, let's, all I'm going to say is I'm a little devil. I'm a New Jersey devil, baby. Let's <laughs> go. Hughes crew up in here. We've got the two Hughes brothers. They are doing outrageous stuff. They did outrageous stuff. Look, we got a little unfortunate in the in the playoffs this year, but we're going to come back. Okay, we're going to come back next year. We've got a young, exciting team and I love it. I'm in, Eric. I'm in. <laughs> So did you you saw an LA Kings game? I guess no, no, no. We uh, they got knocked out the week before I got to LA. Uh, they got knocked oh, out sure. the playoffs like the week before I got to LA. So that was the plan uh, was to go to a Kings game. Uh, but because yeah, I us- hear I hear from uh, LA people who are not big sports people other than loving the LA Lakers, mm. um, like they love the Kings. So yeah. I'm just that's what I assumed. So what you just wa- started watching hockey when you were in the United States? Yep. on TV. Uh, I was watching uh, hockey with Brian Murphy, who's a who's a big devil. <laughs> Fan, uh, right. I was wondering how you got the New Jersey in there. Yeah, yeah. Local New Jersey resident living in Los Angeles, Brian Murphy. The only person, Jesus truly Christ. the only guy. The yes, only guy. Him, Bon Jovi, and Bruce Springsteen were all like, Jasper, do you want to watch hockey? You wanna... That was that. It was me, Brian Murphy, uh, Bon Jovi, and Bruce Springsteen. It was all four of us just <laughs> sat around watching it. Uh, yeah, pretty heartbreaking end to the series, but you know, the boys did us proud. And it, do you know what's wild, Eric, is the fact that I truly didn't have a clue about ice hockey three weeks ago and now i care so deeply to the point where i was actively my day was actively ruined by the new jersey devils getting knocked out of the playoffs the other day (laughs) Um, i am a ridiculous human and i completely appreciate any flack that anyone wants to give to me no that's incredible and i love it hockey is something because it's just like it's so vibes, man. It's just it's vibes. So vibes. There's so many. There's a lot of rules, like about icing yeah, and icing. blue lines yeah. and jet offsides and stuff. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand offsides in, in soccer, and I've seen it so much. It's still very confusing to me, but uh, because I like sports where you intentionally run by other people to score yeah. instead of like as, being as held As back. that happens in football, you just need to do it with the ball at your feet. I don't shut up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand. But hockey is all vibes. The thing you said about Americans and, and British coming together, I'm like, yeah, that's called uh, New England Canada. and Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I literally thought that the second I said it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's Canada. <laughs> I think about this a lot. when I Whenever I go to Boston, I'm like, "Your everyone's ancestors here, they used to be British, and now they're here. Yeah. <laughs> I think that every time I go there. Um, so, yeah, no, you're 100% correct about hockey. Yeah, absolute vibes. Uh, but what a, what a sport! What a crazy sport! Uh, no. What a what a crazy sport that also doesn't seem to be that popular. Yet everyone no. is paid just the most extortionate amount of money. And I'm like, how does the math? There's some maths here that's not adding up. I don't know what's going yeah. on. Everyone's paid so much money. I can't compare anything to like NBA or NFL because I know that the salary cap is going way up and how much people are getting paid for good reason because they're you know. Sports players or workers, they have a union. I, yeah. I, I, I support all that. Um, I'm trying to think specifically. I don't know enough about hockey to tell you specifically. But I think that the people who love hockey love it so much that it props up the entire fact that, that it's a regional sport. That is probably true. Murph, on finding out that the New Jersey Devils got into the next round of the playoffs, uh, yeah. did buy one of his cats a little uh, like bandana, like a little New Jersey <laughs> bandana. So... <laughs> Like, yes, I, I would concur. The one ice hockey fan, uh, hardcore ice hockey fan that I know does indeed seem to be uh, very in and all yeah. in. And to be honest, I love the jerseys. Like, oh, they're they great. look so cool. Like, I genuinely think I would love to start a little collection of ice hockey jerseys because they'd also just be super comfy. Like, a nice oversized shirt when it's a little chilly in the winter in, yeah. in England. Oh, yes, please. I like that. 
there's a there's a running theme of and I, I blame Kevin Smith for this, but uh, bigger dudes wearing hockey jerseys is a yeah. real trope. So yeah. like I would love that, but I can't. Like it's <laughs> there it's like, oh, you expect that. Because <laughs> I guess ex- I will be sweating in five minutes easy. because I didn't layer properly enough and this is too hot. Yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> and this is a thick, thick big tent for me to just be sweaty under. Like Yeah. And it's also like one of those pop culture hockey jerseys. So like the Joker is on it. Oh, <laughs> it's a purple and green no, hockey jersey no. with the Joker's face this, on it. This is this has been uh, something that's come up a lot recently, which is seeing people with like the Joker like stickers on like their cars and stuff. <laughs> and it's like it, it's such an intense feeling of just like, oh, you guys missed the point. Like you really just okay. Is this you being in the United States and seeing this, this or is, is this both. just in general? This is both. okay. Great. Because like, I was like, it would be so funny if the UK were like, I don't care for that chap. <laughs> the United States is just into Joker. <laughs> yes, I, I feel indifferent about that uh, strange uh, man with the with the green hair. No, uh, yeah, no. I just uh, it's a very it's a very different. Like, hey, look, if you're like a 15 year old and you love DC, go for it. Absolutely sure. fine. If you're 45 years old and you have a Joker bumper sticker because you think he's an anarchist and he has some cool ideas, we need to have a chat. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, near, uh, we have uh, King Charles here, and King Charles has his first decree saying, uh, no jokers. No jokers. The clown prince of Gotham is not allowed in here in the, the, the United Kingdom. We don't care for his uh, particular brand of uh, politics. He actually <laughs> said he didn't like the monarchy at one point. So... He's dead, and I want to see no pictures of him anywhere. Thank you. He told he, he uh, sent us a a package, and inside was uh, inside was a bomb, and, a- it, and then it exploded, but it went bang, <laughs> and said Brexit this, and I didn't really understand that. Joke. <laughs> Brexit this. <laughs> yeah, it was I didn't just, really, just I like didn't a big it. penis came out, and it said Brexit <laughs> this. <laughs> and we're like, thanks, thank you. I can't tell you the legions. And I mean legions, including myself, of people yeah. who would dress up like the Joker and take to the streets if that <laughs> happened. Like that, that I could deal. Uh, that I could deal with. That is hilarious. That is both hilarious and the right level of anarchy. So saying Brexit, this absolutely perfect, genius. <laughs> they shouldn't be so worried about Princess Diana and her, and her family and Meghan Markle. They need to be worried about the Joker. They need to be worried about the Joker. <laughs> And the thing is, what I'm saying is, no one's seen Harry and Batman in the same place. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. And turns out Harry has left the family just so that he could be their Dark Knight, their sworn protector this whole time. What a beautiful story. Do you want to know how I got these scars? No. No, I no, don't. No, I don't. No. Bop. No. Punched him in the mouth. <laughs> this, is in- this is inappropriate dinner conversation. <laughs> Like, sorry, we already have a clown prince of crime. He lives in Wexenchamp. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you haven't noticed, this is this is going to be more of a vibesy episode Vibes. where uh, I do have an advice question planned, but we don't necessarily have to do it because. But I just wanted to catch up with Jasper because mm. Jasper has been out uh, living he living his life, not recording podcasts no. for the last few weeks, uh, and I just wanted to catch up with you and hear how everything's been going man it's been so wild like uh went to a, an event in salt lake city so went there for the first time ever seeing a little bit more of uh of america uh <laughs> salt lake is a, 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 like the strangest geographic place in i've ever been mm-hmm. i can a hundred percent understand how someone rocked up there a while ago and went this is some divine shit right here because yeah. it's like this flat land and you kind of stand there and you look around for like basically 360. You do a 360 and there are these genuine like godlike mountains right there. Like it's yeah. on like all around you. It's so intense and you're super high up as well. So like yeah. I got like a weird like altitude cold thing, which I didn't realize was a thing uh, just because I was too high in the air <laughs> but, I, but but there was mountains but i yeah. was high it was so that, it was just an intense experience it's like who thought to build salt lake city there you know yeah 
Yeah. It's just, it, it's just, and then there's these salt flats that look like they were like from the time before, you know what I mean? If a T-Rex was mm -hmm. running across one of them, I'd be like, yep, yeah, cool. I'm like, fine. So yeah, just a crazy place. Uh, had a very uh, fun time there. Got to meet uh, a couple folks from the space who I haven't had a chance to talk to uh, yet. And then, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been over in LA for a couple of weeks, which has been an absolute blast getting to hang out with people, uh, getting to work on some stuff and, and uh, just really getting into ice hockey. That's been, <laughs> that's been the thing. And just honestly, like trying to unplug a little bit from, oh, from, sure. from things like i'd had my honeymoon like right before this as yes. well so. i haven't had it's been very hard and i'm not this is not dragging you but this oh, is why i wanted no, to that's why drag catch me. up drag this, me come on i jasper go. i've literally only been able to like talk to you like twice over the last yep. like six weeks and for good reason too because you had yeah. your wedding and then your honeymoon and then and then you went, I went on this uh united states trip um over to the west side of of our giant ass country um, so giant it's so big. It's so large. So uh, that's just why I wanted to. That's what just why I wanted to catch up. Yeah. No. It's it has been crazy. I feel like I have neglected uh, uh, most of the responsibilities in my life for the last six weeks. Um, which uh, it, there is a certain joy that comes with that. Oh sure. Uh, uh, but yeah, I I am definitely excited. I'm flying back early next week, and I'm very excited to be like just like back in my own bed. Get the, get the old computer fired up, check really? my emails properly for the first time in two months. You know what I mean? I feel like there's just a lot of things like that that I'm looking forward to doing. But I'm excited. I, I'm always, always excited and happy to get to talk to my friend Eric Silva. So it's thanks, this is nice. It's a nice little pre-home treat. Oh, me. thanks. Thanks. Uh, I, what if I was at your house <laughs> when you came back? I'm like, what's up? What's you immediately up? need to do more social interaction. That would be, yeah, I'm going to be honest. It would be a nightmare, but only in the fact that like <laughs> the, like if anyone who's not my wife is at my house when I get home, I fair. think I'll cry. You no, know what I mean? Fair. Like that's all, all I need is just to like be with my wife and turn the lights off and just be silence. There'd just be silence. Yeah. Yeah. for just a little while because i'm a very like i'm an extroverted person but that definitely gets a point where i'm like uh, yo you gotta recharge my batteries are kaputska they're gone really really quickly on that i mm. feel like the people who came up with the introverted extroverted stuff just who, don't who yeah. recharges their battery from social interaction no i don't think that that's true Nobody. coming from two people who like talking to other people a lot you know what i mean yeah. we like talking a lot i like being around other people i also need to like go and lay down for an extended period of time i don't know if that's what ha i i feel like uh the rule book there was written by uh by the introverts there i will say i think that there is something to like if i haven't spoken to anyone in a while i sure. definitely feel myself getting like a grumpy little boy and i feel like i need to go out and just talk to someone and feel oh, like 100 percent exist so i feel like agree. there can be a mutual charging but the idea that you get like you, you can just endlessly talk to people like new people all day every day and not at any point need to recharge isn't crazy no absolutely crazy no. there's i wish that there was a definition that's not like i like talking to people and i don't but the other there's not a good definition that's like well i recharge um by being by myself and you recharge like an insane person yeah. going to parties and yeah, being oh, around others it's like that's not, not real that's not real either i don't think that that's real either. maybe i don't know there are a lot of people who like work a nine to five and then friday and saturday night they're out you know at the club you know at, what the I mean? at the chlorb. I guess at we're also uh, recording a podcast, so we're not the same. Those types of people who <laughs> go out and recharge and recharge with other people. Jasper, I want to do a really quick quiz just about mm -hmm. things that you learned about Utah. Do you yep. know which which of the four major, or I'll include five with your uh -huh. beloved, uh, not American football, uh, which professional sports mm -hmm. exist in Salt Lake City? None. It's all horse riding. <laughs> the answer is both basketball and soccer. Can you wow. believe that? Wow. Okay, that's genuinely quite a surprise to me. Yeah. Uh, all I saw was horses. G truly, more horses than people. So that's I assumed is the only horse, the, the only horse, the only sport that they play. <laughs> the Utah Jazz very popular in the in, in or and very pretty successful. But I man, have heard of them. It's they're okay, still called the Jazz, aren't they? Yeah. Which is I saw. Z 
well, no me, Jeremy, and Gabe, we were the only black people there. <laughs> so, I told you. I said that. I said you that did to you. Say, now that yeah, the, but, now that the but, Jazz aren't in the playoffs, you are going to be one of the only black people there. Do you know what's crazy, though, is that there was a truck went past uh, us when we were on the road. It was like this big, huge truck, Jamaican uh, like food, like jerk chicken and stuff. And it, it, like, really? And it, look, it looked legitimately Jamaican. It didn't look like sure. white people Jamaican. It looked legitimately Jamaican. But we couldn't see into the truck because it had blacked out windows. But we nearly <laughs> jumped out and ran after it. I mean, that's incredible, honestly. So that's the closest I came to seeing a black person because I think there was a black person driving that truck, but I don't know for sure. <laughs> that's four. That's four people. Four. Four, four, four baby. <laughs> Hey, it's Eric, and I picked up some snacks for games and feelings. I got guacamole. The secret is putting in a lot of lime. I even got those tortilla chips you like that's a touch of lime, so even more lime we're putting in the guacamole. Please support Games and Feelings and the incredible independent content that we do here, and join the Patreon at patreon.com slash gamesandfeelings, just like newest patrons Maria Poldson and Bray. You are all the best, and our Patreon is strong and mighty. I love doing the show. It's been really fun to reflect on the last year of Games and Feelings. I love going weekly. I love the cadence we have. I love the guests we get. I love doing this with Jasper. I love doing this with Amanda. It's really, really fun. And I also love all the questions all of you are sending in, and the idea of actually like giving good advice is such a good, good feeling. So thank you to everyone who supports, and mo- even more of you can join up and support Shout out to producer-level patrons Polly Burge, Kelsey Duffy, and Peyton, who have PDFs of tabletop RPGs from big companies and aren't afraid to share it with whoever needs it. I'm also the same, so if anyone's like on the Multitude Discord, for example, just reach out and I can give you whatever PDFs I have. So, I don't know. Just think about it. Think about it. If you like this show, you're going to love the other shows that are part of the Multitude Podcast Collective. Just like Join the Party, our actual play, Dungeons & Dragons, and more games show join the parties and actually play podcasts with tangible worlds genre pushing storytelling and collaborators who make each other laugh every single week i think that i'm playing the best dungeons and dragons i've ever played in my entire life i'm also definitively the best dm in podcasting so i think you're really going to enjoy it and just i'm just having a really really good time especially with campaign three we're currently doing a pirate story set in a world of plant and bug people a return to a fictional world has been really really great it is actually a weekly podcast three out of four of the weeks we put out fictional episodes and that fourth week we do an after party where we answer your questions about the show and playing tabletop RPGs, which has always been a big tenet of the show. So what are you waiting for? Pull up a chair and join the party. Search for Join the Party in your podcast app or go to jointhepartypod.com. Two short announcements. Uh, I rejiggered the content calendar so that Jasper and I could kick it on this particular episode sooner rather than later. I talked about it before, but, you know, Jasper was away. So I recorded a backlog and we're basically, you know, the timeline got all messed up. Uh, So this is the second of two anniversary episodes in a row. We're going to go back to the regular cadence. Jasper might be missing, but he'll be back ASAP. I'm actually recording an episode with him tomorrow with some guests. It's going to be sick. Also, I wanted to let you know that we are going to do ad-free episodes very shortly, so in order to test whether or not you do or do not want ad-free episodes, I'm inserting Buddy Holly, but if it was bob on Battlefield right here. So you can decide if you want to keep this and you want to listen to the mid-rolls, or if you want to skip the whole thing altogether, this is your test. Make sure to join up at patreon.com slash games and feelings. We'll be back to the show after this song.
well, Jasper, I do want to ask because this is since this is the first episode of season two, we mm-hmm. went all the way around the cycle, all the way around the sun. We in Animal Crossing, we enjoyed the winter version and the spring version and the summer <laughs> version, the fall version. Now we're all the way back around. Um, it's just been the uh, anniversary of Games and Feelings. How did you? Hey, do you like being on the show? Do you like yeah. it? <laughs> This is the best. I get to hang out with you. Uh, we very, very occasionally answer and give people advice, uh, which is <laughs> very funny to me. Um, and uh, I think it gives us exactly the space that we need to geek out about games and occasionally talk about sports. Uh, and yeah. I absolutely love it. Uh, we are definitely going to do that sports episode at some point. Please yeah. send the questions. We we can also just talk about it generally. We do have a few questions here. Um, but yeah, I think we'll do a straight sports episode at some point. I need it. I need, need a sports it. episode. Talking about them sports. Talking about um, sports. Well, I appreciate it. I mean, I wanted to bring you on because also it's an excuse because when you're in your 30s, you have to uh, start a podcast to have yep. friends. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad that we get to spend the time together. But also, you're been the one who's been bringing on the really fun guests that we've had lately, um, like Caldwell and there are some other people that and Drac uh, that has been really fun and hopefully more soon. So I'm really happy. Yeah, about we got that. some. We got some. We got some people in the pipeline for sure, which oh, is very sure. very exciting. It is much like ice hockey. It's pure vibes uh, and all the fun. <laughs> so I love it. Fun and I love only. Uh, well, hey, Jasper, do you want to d- talk about some games that are giving us feelings? Yeah. Uh, listen, I have a lot of Tears of the Kingdom stuff to talk about, which yeah, is which I makes was going to say, same. I don't I think I'm happy to even uh, forego my go here because I think that there is only one thing that needs to be talked about. Uh, you you have it, it appears that you have a uh, T.O.T.K. sort of tattooed into your forehead and uh i can only assume that much like everyone that i've been around for the last 48 hours the only thing that exists is tears of the kingdom so please please tell me i'm fine you this game? if you i was gonna be like hey jasper no. what games are you playing to abuse yourself on these long airplane rides absolutely not go for it tell me about it tell me okay. about tears of the kingdom i want to speak about something very specific because again this is coming out the 26th the i know that the tears of the kingdom the wave is cresting people are going to be playing it like we're past the video game people getting codes and the review things the mm-hmm. we're kind of be past like the initial oh i'm going to strap koroks to stuff and torture them which i don't understand koroks are my favorite little boys and mm-hmm. i love so do you know do you know the reason why this is happening so the Koroks are like one of the many things you can like discover in Breath of the Wild and now Tears of the Kingdom. They give you like a little poop, a little seed, and you can redeem that to make your your like uh, inventory bigger. Mm. Um, but now, so usually you had to like just poke around the world and find them. Like you got to lift up a rock or they're under a bridge or whatever. Now there's mm. these things where one of them has a big backpack. It's like, I overpack my backpack. I don't know where my friend is. And the friend is like all the way over there. And mm-hmm. you need to use all of your abilities to bring them over to their friend. And then you get right. two seeds. So I honestly think it's a really interesting remix of what they did before. And I like helping out this little guy. But yeah. everyone's torturing them. And I don't know why. That's messed up. In all of the games that this, you know, that you do this, this doesn't feel like the intention by which the game makers intended for you to use this feature. No, uh, help him. Strap and make a little cart and take your horse and then ride the cart with your horse over to his friend and then you drop him off and you get two seeds. You get two, two secret things. Seeds. That's why everyone's missing out on. They just that you need to you need to keep your eyes on the prize and get them two seeds, okay? Stop making torture devices for TikTok and help out this little guy. This little guy. I've also seen a flame-throwing penis. Yes. Uh, that has been made. That's a classic. Uh, that seems to be quite a popular one at the moment. C- Jasper, can I, I would like to say, and I'm going to make a note here, uh, if you want to skip Tears of the Kingdom talk, which I already talked about the Quarks a little bit, but that's not a spoiler about anything. The thing is, you can't spoil Tears of the Kingdom. I don't sure. think that, like, the story is better than it was in Breath of the Wild. In Breath of the Wild, it was just vibes, right? Sure. Tears of the Kingdom is actually a very interesting story, and there's some stuff. I'm not going to spoil any of that. Some mm-hmm. of this stuff... I'm going to talk about one specific 
element which has some things that I discovered that I could spoil for people. So oh, if you right. want to skip this whole part, if you're listening, you can just skip forward. I'll put yeah. a timestamp in the episode description. But Do I it. want to talk about one specific thing, which is my single favorite thing about Tears of the Kingdom, which are hey. the depths. Have you heard about the depths? Oh, it's where you dive down right into the uh, into those like big chasms, and it takes yeah. like two whole minutes to like dive down through the holes. Yeah, right. So yeah, so like there's the sky, and there's the regular land, and then there's the depths where you jump in through these gloom holes. And oh. when you jump through, you come down there, and everything's totally dark. And I'm like, this is the tightest shit I've ever seen in my <laughs> entire life. It is so cool. What I love about the game in general, but specifically the depths, is that the tone of Tears of the Kingdom is both goofier and scarier and spookier than nice. Breath of the Wild. I think they I think they come in hand in hand. Goofy and spooky, people don't like they definitely come hand in hand. You've got to be a little campy yes. to pull off a good horror movie. You know exactly. what I mean? So yeah. I'm with you. Okay, carry on. So I love I love it. The main thing that you have to do is that it's dark as hell, so you have to throw these things called bright root seeds everywhere, which is a mm. thing you can find in caves. Also, there's a whole caves and wells mechanic that's on up there, which is also tight as hell. I love going underground in this game. Yeah, yeah, you just love being a little little diglet, little, a little diglet guy. boy. Yeah. So you throw the seeds, and the seeds light up, and then it only lights up like a very small area. So you got to keep doing that as you look around, and then you start fighting things. Every, the, all the enemies are surrounded in gloom, which makes them harder. It's just so interesting down there. And this light root throwing mechanic is so essential to the new thing they're doing in Tears of the Kingdom, which mm. is throwing items and attaching items to arrows, which is cool. like, so they're reinforcing the mechanics in a specific area that needs this mechanic, which is why mm. I love it so much. I think that that's been my general feeling with the Zelda games. I haven't, I, you know, I won't uh, protest to have uh, played a, a ton of Zelda games before. Sure. But I think always the the joy and the fun for me has been like how perfectly they pull off the simplest of mechanics and the yeah. simplest of ideas. You know, how there's no need for, I mean, Link hasn't said a damn thing in how, what, like 30 odd years? You know what right. I mean? He just goes, they've been making oh, these games. <gasps> like... <gasps> So like I I'm like I think that there's something so quintessentially like kind of beautiful and uh, in the in the simplicity of the games and how honestly m focusing more on vibes focusing yeah. more on the 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 internal uh, emotional journey that you go on as a player as opposed to just like we're gonna do the coolest thing and make it the coolest thing because I think quite often you can get into like my one of my pet peeves with video games is when you get to a new area and the game's like okay we have a new <laughs> mechanic for you and I'm like but why can't I just do the thing that I've been doing and perfecting and putting all my points into yes. and do you know what I mean like why am I suddenly now having to just do an entirely new thing which i'll no won't be able to do in any other area you know what yes. i mean for tears of the kingdom specifically it's mm. funny they did that without a skill tree they did it by letting you do the type of play that you're good at by like yeah. what i did is like i've made my kind of like loadout of how i deal with combat and that's instead of like oh i'm putting all like skyrim oh i put all my points in archery which i do anyway it's like oh i'm gonna throw this thing and i'm gonna make sure i have these good weapons so it comes yeah. out through play instead of skill trees yeah which i think again i think there's there's definitely merits to both uh of those things but i just i think that there's something so that generally like nintendo does very well with its mm -hmm. platforms it's just understanding the platform and why people are there and what people want out of it and actually i think it's probably something that playstation's done a little bit better because yes. i think that a lot of people that have a playstation 5 want these just ridiculously gorgeous looking linear ass games games where you feel like you're in a movie. Do you know what I mean? I do yeah. think that there's something to understanding why people are specifically playing this console and what they what the what is the experience that they want. And I think that literally I've been milling around and talking to people in LA and everyone is saying how good <laughs> this game is and losing their damn minds about it yeah. to the point where I was like, "Hey, uh, how's what are we doing for lunch?" and uh, it was just like, "Oh yeah, sorry, no, Tim." <laughs> are you allowed um, to play or you or do you just have to watch? Well, I don't have my Switch with me, which was oh. slightly, slightly intentional because sure, I was like, sure, sure. I was like, I know if I have my Switch with me, that's all I'm going to do. Um, yeah. And like, I, I didn't fly halfway across the world to sit play, and play Tears of the Kingdom. Play Tears of the Kingdom. Like, I can definitely go home now, have a bit of a break, and just like 
enjoy the, the hell out of it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So like, that's my plan. Uh, but yeah, everyone around me is playing it to the point with yeah. the point where the people I'm staying with had to buy a second Switch. Wow, that's because crazy. They, because they were like, well, I want to play. Well, I want to play. That's wild. That's like a Nintendo commercial. <laughs> and, I, and you know what? I have nothing but respect for these people. No, I respect nothing that. Nothing but respect. <laughs> One of the first questions we ever did on Games and Feelings was, should I have two TVs so me and my wife can play at the same time? And we correct. said yes. We yeah, said correct. yes. So honestly, games and, feel- games and Feelings approved. Yeah, Games and Feelings approved. Absolutely correct. Uh, Jasper, can I tell you some tight shit that happens in the depths? Yes, please. Okay, so I have some specific stuff. One, the coolest monsters are down there. For example, there's a boss you can only see down there, which is called the Obsidian Frocks. It's like a giant uh, toad that lives underground, and it also has, like, rocks coming out of its back that you need to hit. It's kind of its weak points, and it can swallow you up, and it has a big eye in the middle of its face, and it's really, really cool. (laughs) Whoa. And it's scary. And the That's thing, an amazing name as well. The thing that comes up below it is it's the Obsidian Frocks Scourge of the Depths. Sick. Sick as hell. Um, Sick. So tight. Uh, Jasper, all of the cool um, uh, like fruit that you can harvest are down there in the depths. For example, the bomb fruit. Uh, okay. The puff shroom, which when you throw it, a cloud of sm- of spores goes out, so you can go around and just sneak attack people. You just go nice. up behind them and sneak attack Love them. That. And the muddle bud, which you finally Zelda has been introducing the ability to make someone go crazy and attack their friends. <laughs> So, so the best stuff is in the most combat specific stuff that's not like is elemental is in the depths. So you, so me spending my time down there, I'm like fucking kitted out. Yeah. Oh, and again, it's rewarding the way that you want to play because yeah. for all those little scaredy boys and girls out there, probably, you know, not enjoying being down in the depths. And I no. get that. You know what I mean? Like, I completely understand that. That's not probably the way I would. I'm already feeling I'd just be up in the sky. I'd be like, oh, yeah, me floating around on the clouds and doing cool Zelda stuff up here. <laughs> and it's and I bet you it's a whimsical, lovely time up there. But I'm just uh, down in the depths. And like you're a just down goblin. in the depths like a little, little gremlin, yeah. like a little gremlin just collecting your bomb fruits. Yeah. Uh, there's also a ton of mining down there, which is a whole thing about like making sure you have enough like hammers so you attach like a stick to a boulder or something. So there's a whole like mining mechanic that's happening there at the same time. Uh, but I want to talk about vehicles really quickly. Oh, uh, yeah. This has been I've seen some vehicles. So the vehicles are obviously everywhere. Right. And that's a major component of what we're doing here is building the vehicles, making the the dick robot, dick robot. <laughs> that, shoots, that shoots flames. They have um little areas in the depths where there's like oh here's a bunch of stuff like build something and you can navigate so it's really helpful to make like a glider while you're flying through the darkness and Mm. you can like throw light bombs everywhere trying to open stuff up but and this is kind of a spoiler here so if you really want to skip forward this is something that I discovered and because I've put like I guess 30-40 hours into this by now probably Mm -hmm. more by the time that you're listening to this um Jasper my favorite enemies in in Zelda are down there. It's mm. the Yiga clan who are the goofiest motherfuckers who who keep who they teleport their ninjas and their idiots and doofuses and they keep falling over themselves including their master master Koga who is always like, "Ooh, everything's bad. Link here, he has so much bravado. He's like a, a wrestler. It's honestly incredible." So the thing about also the Yiga clan is that they teleport one, but two, they're obsessed with bananas. <laughs> so oh, they always yeah. have bananas on them, which is always super funny. Um, which the funny thing is when you cook bananas up, they turn into um, a, a better attack power like potions. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it's more funny seeing an, seeing an enemy drop a bunch of bananas. That sounds absolutely amazing. I love some little goofy boys. That's so funny. And it makes sense because they were in the previous game and you defeated them. And then he, the last thing that happened in Breath of the Wild is Master Koga fell down a big pit. So now he's in the depths, which totally makes sense. Oh my god. And that's why they're like booping around down there. But the, the thing about the vehicles is that now as to there's a there's a quest that seems to tie into the main line which is honestly wild uh, there's a lot of side quests that are like an, that tie into the main story so master Koga's down there and you have to fight him a bunch of times because the the giga clan has taken over some abandoned mines that are in the depths um you end up fighting 
the Yiga clan and Master Koga while on ve- while he's using vehicles. He Whoa. can build vehicles. So he's driving around in a little cart. He's driving around in a little boat. He's driving around in a little plane. And you as Link are having a fucking air-to-air or what I I did a sea battle. I was on that's a boat so and sick. he was on a boat and I was shooting him with my bow. And that's, that's in so the game. Sick. That's part of the main story, Jasper. Wow. In a wow. Zelda game, a boat-to-boat action. Boat-to-boat action, baby. Bodie McBoatface versus his brother. It's, wow. It's honestly, like, I was so surprised that it actually happened in a Zelda game. Um, and the Yiga Clan, it's just been so much fun. Also, there's a ton of secrets down there. If you find stuff in the sky, you can find an old, like, scroll. And then I'll put an X, like a treasure map X on the map in the depths and you're mm-hmm. like ho 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 what's down there but the thing is it's dark and there are tons of walls everywhere like you can't pass this area so you got to go yeah, around sure. or you got to find a secret passageway so it's like oh well i'm going to drop whatever i'm fucking doing and go immediately back go into immediately. the depths yeah, 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 and obviously. figure out where the x is so I, yeah. the depths i think are now in my top three if not top two settings of video games Wow. Okay. And, and not even the whole thing. Not even the whole thing. It's like the depths and like the 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 oldest house from Control, which was like a government facility that's alive at the same time, which is tight mm-hmm. as hell. Control yeah. is also one of my favorite games of all time. Control is um, a lot of fun. I didn't actually manage to play uh, enough of Control, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I but meaning to dip back into it, so maybe I should. You should. You totally should. I. It's kind of. It's more of a shooter than you think it is, which I'm kind of like meh on. But like sure. the vibes and the setting of it are so good. They're like. Anyway, the point is, the depths are so interesting. It's my favorite part of this game. Um, and whenever I get bored, I can just go do something else, and then I can come back when I get frustrated, when I don't want to do the darkness stuff anymore. So good, yeah. I mean, that sounds like absolute... That 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 alone has given me a reason to want to play it. Like, yeah. a top two favorite video game settings? That is wild coming from Eric Silva. I, I can't think of another one. Like, maybe I'll come up with... Maybe I'll come up with something later, but, like, I've never been gripped by a setting so much but still to yeah. have something so evocative that it's it's you know down to like the simple mechanical uh requirements yes. for like existing in that place i think is uh very very entertaining and and like and kind of rare honestly because i think a lot of games can fall into a thing of like oh this just feels like a kind of a, a copy and paste version of a previous area but with light right. or without light or in the sky or whatever but the logs are all in the same place and the you know what i mean yeah. and the even the... i mean i'm no shade at elden ring because the reveal knowing that there was a bottom half a second mm. land in elden ring below but it wasn't different from the stuff above it was just Right. more of the same this yeah. is literally like this is totally different the form everything that you've been doing these specific mechanics are going to be incredibly important one making sure using the using the materials and two making sure that you have something that can break rocks all incredibly important and yeah, yeah. that's the you know how much i love form following function in my yeah. games and like that's yeah. the that's what it is and that's why i love it so much it gives it a little ecosystem and a little feel of like a living breathing kind of secondary world down there i think it's very very cool absolutely absolutely okay people can skip people you can now come back come back come back come back baby jasper since it's just vibes i didn't want to get you a present for season two (gasps) whoa okay (laughs) for season two of games and feelings the second year year two two jasper two games and feelings two games two feelings two boys two feelings two Uh boys two. that's the name of the that's the episode title two boys two feelings with jasper feelings (laughs) Um, Jasper would you like to play a little game I love the games Jasper did you miss I know you were like getting married and like on your honeymoon with your beloved but like did you miss my games yeah I miss your games (laughs) I miss your games and how infuriating they are because it'll almost certainly be that the answer is exactly the same on all but one of them or all of them or none of them and so I can't wait to see how you're going to try and shenanigan me into zero points today That's true. I'm glad you've been noticing. I wanted to see yeah. if you would notice. Oh, but immediately. <laughs> Jasper, this game is called Jasper, I Would Never Lie to You, except in a game that we're playing right now, colon, Board Game Edition. Oh, okay. Okay, let's go. Uh, I'm going to read you the title of a board game. You need to tell mm-hmm. me if it's real or fake. What The real ones come directly from Board Game Geek, the deposit which ranks the best board games of all time. 
and the fake uh-huh. ones come from the board game name generator, uh, which is my favorite <laughs> thing that exists. And whoever made it <laughs> put a lot of time and effort into is it. Is that on Fantasy Name Generator? It is. That website Sh- is I fucking love Fantasy Name Generator. Like, whatever those, whatever you folks are doing over there, it's it is truly whatever divine power exists in the world. You're doing their work by yeah. creating that website. There has never been a scenario where I've needed a name mm-hmm. for truly anything that i haven't been able to find on that website it is unbelievable you guys are incredible (laughs) my favorite two i think are board game name generator and uh horse name generator are the two from there that are my favorite so good so so good i love that website so much i also want to give a shout out because these people obviously know what they're doing there was an x like you know how there's usually like a few paragraphs explaining how the generator works what it what it's about blah 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 there's a really specific one for board games which is this Note that it's possible to find a name in this generator that might already belong to an existing game <laughs> with thousands of games out there and a hundred more being released every year. It's impossible to keep track of this uh, of this all in order to keep this generator up to date. If you're looking for a name on an official game of your own, it's best to at least do a Google search first to check that the name hasn't already been taken. This guy knows. They know I he's a it. gamer. I love it. I love it so much. They know. Okay. They know. So Jasper, you have to tell me if it's real or if it's fake, and you get extra points if you explain what this game is uh, while you guess it's it's real or fake. All right, here we go. The first game is called Trigger Finger. <laughs> Trigger Finger. Trigger Finger. Trigger. Trigger Finger is fake. <laughs> okay, and what's the game? But what's the game? Uh, if it was real, it Trigger Finger would be a game where. It's okay. So it's a it's a long thin board, uh-huh. and you've got two cowboys uh, on either side of the board, and the aim is to get your cowboy to the middle, and you Ooh. basically do like a shootout, and what you have to do is you have to press the buzzer, like when the little beep goes off, you press the buzzer the quickest, but if you're the second, if you if you're slow and the other person gets there first, you get like a little electric shock. Ooh, I like that. It's dangerous. It's Trigger finger. Drasper, you get two points. One because yes. it was fake and two because I like the game. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. There Love is it. another cowboy one. It's called Bang. And I think it involves like shooting rubber bands when you make like a, a finger with your oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, finger guns. Uh, and uh. I never really understood it as much. And I think that your thing makes more sense. It's more about the reaction time than the shooting. Yes, for sure. Especially when you we're talking about ru- rubber bands being... Uh, famously inaccurate. <laughs> famously, <laughs> famously uh, hard to get them on the bullseye. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, this game is called Flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. Mm-hmm. It, okay, I will be flabbergasted if this isn't real, because I feel like this should hundred percent be a, a very cute, quaint little British game. Uh, called <laughs> Flabbergasted, and you play as a uh, oh, you play as these little uh kind of blob-like creatures, a little Among Us style, and you are in a sort of dystopian world where humans have died, but you you're in like a little English village, and it's like the ruins of a little English village, and you're going around trying to figure out uh like what words mean. And stuff like this, like there's like a, a mechanic about like gaining knowledge about the world, and if you're bad at it, you're flabbergasted. But that's okay because you're just a cute little boy trying to figure out what happened in the ruins of this English town. Are are they fae, or you're all just like you're a real English boy? No, no, no. These are like little radioactive blobs that have come out of the nuclear waste. Oh, and okay, form, I understand. And have sentience. I love how like you can get an expansion pack here, maybe where. Yeah. One of them is like a oh, uh, what do you call it when the when the fairies take you away and replace you with the oh the yeah, thing? yeah yeah I know what you mean yeah I should, I have no idea yeah, everyone yeah. who listens to this show oh, is yelling at what it is but you know what you know what it is the editor um, is currently screaming yeah Beach is yelling Beach <laughs> is yelling at us screaming Jasper I love that game so you get one point however flabbergasted fake, fake. I'm seeing a pattern here fake. I'm seeing a pattern here all right Let's see. Jasper how about the game called Too Many Bones. <laughs> 
I mean, Operation already exists, so I kind of feel like there's, that's the only version of this game. It's just Operation. It's just Operation, but you're taking out the extra bones. Yeah. Is it a real game? Maybe it's an expansion. It okay, I'm going to say it's an expansion for Operation. It, operation colon okay. too many bones. Nah, it's fake. Too Many Bones is a real no! game that came out in 2017. Oh, shit, I need to Google this. Here's the what summary. It? It to toss gobs of unique dice in an epic adventure en route to a final boss showdown. What? I know. I did not look any more about, about what? it. What? Okay. Okay, sound off. Go for it. Too Many Bones. Let's go. I'm yeah. going to buy it. I'm going to play it. Let's go. It has real, like, goblin core energy. Okay, so are you playing as little skellies? Is that what it is? That's my understanding. Again, yeah. I didn't really do much research because I wanted just the summary to speak for sure. itself. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, hey, Jasper, how about the game Wingspan? Wingspan is real, and I've played yes. it. Uh, but, and the version of the game I want it to be is it is a box filled with a random assortment of possibly interconnectable items. Like almost like mm. connects. If you ever play you ever play with connects like Lego yes. but for adults with a midlife crisis incoming. And you basically have to connect them all together on a team to make the you give yourself the biggest wingspan. Oh that's cool. Yeah. Is it like timed? Yeah, obviously. It's like yeah, you have to do two teams. One person who's you have to be two teams of two. And yeah, one person is mm. building on the other person. The other person has to stay really still so that they don't uh, break their very fragile little wings that are made out of. It's a it's a party game. It's, it's a, a party, party game. game. It's for sure. It's a party game. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Wingspan's a good. Uh, Wingspan is a real game. I wanted to include this because um, Wingspan is a game about like bird watching eggs and and <laughs> yes <laughs> and can we just talk about the absolute glow up that bird watching has oh, gotten over the last absolutely. few years i think w maybe because we stuck it we were stuck inside for a while everyone's now just sure. like oh go outside watch the birds that's not the boring and mundane thing that i used to think it was now i think it's beautiful and and, and wholesome and brings me closer to nature mm. i think people are just like i'll go outside yeah i'd love that most acceptable nerd hobbies i think one is still marvel reading comics sure. is one uh -huh. now but two i think overtaking both video games and tabletop rpgs i think bird watching is number <laughs> that two. is the biggest swing that you've ever taken in your life and you are completely incorrect <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know bird watching i'm so sorry okay. but you're wrong you're wrong for the reason that most of the people who have cukey little hobbies who like live in cities would have to truly drive for an hour plus to see one bird that's not a fucking pigeon or a there seagull. is urban bird watching jasper they're gonna come for you the birds oh, come, the no, birders what i'm saying is okay look listen come for me teach me where i can find these <laughs> birds because i'm i would be happy to be able to spot something more interesting than a seagull or a pigeon Fair. when i'm like walking about my day so i i'm willing to learn but until you teach me, I disagree. Okay, um, Jasper, I have a uh, I have a lightning round for you, okay, which is uh, about French words. There is a there are both English names on the generator and French names on the generator because again, fantasy name generator goes so fucking so, hard in the paint, so unreasonably hard, and I love it. Okay, that's okay. Good. So I have one that's called Sans O's, Sans O's, Sans uh, O's, and uh -huh. the other one is called Orleans, 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 or, or it's like Orleans but with a like with a with French. Orleans. Okay. So, or, so which which one is real? And which one is fake? Is Sans O's real, or is Orlan Orla Orlans? Is that one real? Uh, Sans O's is real, and it is a game where you have to throw uh, Cheerios mm -hmm. uh, onto a little pole, and uh, it's infuriating. <laughs> And bad. <laughs> uh, Jasper, unfortunately, Sans O's was fake. No. Orlans was real. Here's the the wor the most wild, which I think this encapsulates like a whole swath 
of board games what? during the medieval's goings on around Orleans <laughs> in medieval France. You must assemble a following of farmers, merchants, knights, and monks to gain a supremacy through trade, construction, and science. Wow. Okay. Very cool. French board okay. games. They go French hard. French board games. There we go. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm, Jasper, I'm gonna give you. Uh, I'm gonna give you the title and the summary. Uh huh. Because I want you to succeed, and you have to tell me if it's real or fake. Okay. Uh, Jasper, this one is called Twilight Struggle. Relive the Cold War and rewrite Oof. history Oof. in an epic clash between the United States and the USSR. That's a hundred percent real, and it shouldn't be. It's a hundred percent real. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> There's something about board games, like half. If you split the board game fandom down the middle, mm-hmm. one half wants to just play party games. And maybe it gets a little crunchy, but and you, whimsy, and whimsy, they and, whimsy, and the other half of the board game fandom wants to relive history so specifically, but they can't get in a time machine, so they use meeples instead. Yeah, crazy, wild. I mean, I want to open that up just to see what the hell the mechanics are like. Can what you are we believe doing it's here? so crunchy, Jasper? It's it so would be crunchy. unbelievably crunchy, and the whole aim is to not do the thing. Yeah. So I like, don't stop it. Just stop that from happening. So okay, yeah, sure. This Let's was a this. little bit of a bait for you as well, um, because the word Twilight also is a really big trigger word in board games. Like, sure. if the word Twilight is in a game, you know that this game is going to take eight hours. Yeah, oh, 100%, and is going to be so complicated that you're going to get to your fifth time playing it, and you're going to go... Oh shit! We've been doing that wrong. We've this been whole doing time. it wrong the whole time. That's why we keep losing. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why the USSR keeps taking over the United States, right? Yeah. I would actually, uh, if I if I may, Eric, to Please. hijack this for just a second. Please. Uh, to shout out a board game that I got to play the other night, and I fucking loved it. Go, go, do it. It's called Veiled Fate. Okay. Uh, and essentially, the uh, premise of this game is you uh, you draw a card at the beginning, uh, which tells you which demigod you're going to play as. Or in fact, not you're, not you're going to play as, sorry, but you're going to kind of you're connected to them, right? So like, you want them to do well. And basically, the aim of it is is that you have all these demigods floating around the board. Anyone can move any demigod they want. And you are trying to get your demigod to have the most renown by the end of the game. Mm -hmm. But it's honestly like a fantasy version of poker. I was playing it and it is amazing. It's like you're trying trying to suss out who the person's demigod is whilst trying to figure out what's the best moves that you could possibly make. And there's so many fun little game mechanics of how you can switch things up, change things, punish certain gods, reward certain gods. And you're constantly trying to bait and switch and make people think, oh, maybe I'm this one, maybe I'm this one. And it is a really, really fun game that actually slapped two-player. Really? Like, actually, because because it was like poker, but like, but, sure. uh, but almost like you had other players, because there's nine demigods. Oh, so okay. You, do you know what I mean? We didn't figure out who the other person was until, like, the literally the last, like, two moves. And then it was like, I, it was a very, very fun game. I really enjoyed it, and I would absolutely recommend it because I'm constantly on the lookout for like good two-player games oh, sure. that have repeatability, and this is like right up there as like a cracking two-player game that 100% you could play this a thousand times. It's so good. Honestly, we're also going to have to have like a whole episode devoted to two-player board games and video yeah. games and tabletop R- RPG experiences. We should definitely do that. Let's yeah. have another person who's married on here and yep. <laughs> just, and just then, work it yeah, out. Just work it out just absolutely work it out uh yes ben ben hansen uh suggested something called dust biters which was really good for two people okay. um so i can send you that link as well when he was hell on the yeah. show hell, hell yeah, yeah dude hell yeah. All, all right, right well jasper i promise now that we're out of the game i would never lie to you uh mm-hmm. and i'm so glad that we get to do this for another season another year all the way around the sun oh uh, we're gonna do we're gonna see all the different holidays that are in animal crossing which is the only way that i can <laughs> mark time that's the only way eric's brain is so broken by his nintendo switch <laughs> it's really it's really really tough um but uh hey jasper where can people find you on the internet buddy uh, you can find me at JW underscore Cartwright on all of my social medias. You can find me at Three Black Halflings, Performance Capture Podcast. 
and a myriad of other places, including right here on Games and Feelings. Uh, check out my uh, social media. There's some really cool stuff coming. Uh, I'm working on some really awesome things, and I yeah. really can't wait to tell everyone. My head might explode because that's <laughs> how exciting it all is. All the success you deserve, it, buddy. Thank Absolutely. you. You can find me on the internet. You can find me on Twitter at L underscore Silvero, E-L underscore S-A-L-V-E-R-O. My name if I was a Lucha Libre wrestler. And you can find Games and Feelings on Twitter at Games and Feelings, like Linens Ooh. and Things. Uh, and also, but we're regular on Instagram because Elon Musk didn't like us, so we had it. But, you know, Zuck yeah. was like, I don't know. I don't, I'm in the metaverse. We have pants now. Uh, <sighs> but please keep submitting your questions over on the website. You can find that uh, at gamesandfeelings.com or just in the link in the episode description um tell a friend tell people about the show we're we're out here buddy Spread we're out here we're out here jasper it's so nice to just vibe with you and to hang out and remember jasper remember i'm gonna remember it there's nothing in the instruction manual about feelings not even in all walls all walls Games and Feelings is produced by Eric Silver and edited and mixed by Misha Stanley. The theme music is Return to French Toast Castle by Jeff Bryce, and the art was created by Jessica Boyd. Find transcripts for this episode and all episodes at our website, gamesandfeelings.com. Until next time, press X to enjoy the podcast.